Say, goddamn. You said, all right, all right, all right. I said, let's do a podcast. Let's sit down. Let's get a coffee. Let's just talk about one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. With the sound, got a little podcast. Grab yourself a little coffee and a podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, Vince Clint. Mine stink. Sober. <laughs> <laughs> like I've even thought of I doing it myself. I don't think they'll come that far, mate. It's yeah. far to come to London from. I wonder how, how long his hose is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my absolutely reeks. Wait, wait till I kill one of them rats. They're going in it as well. And did you get? Did you catch one? Nah, nah. So, so I was sat outside in it. They're like nocturnal. So I sat outside, and I hear it. It sounded like a cat fell off a fence, and I thought, oh, here we go, like game time. Next door neighbour's light come on. So I'm like sat facing this way. The one on the left come on, and I'm thinking, okay. So they've gone round that way. Mate, this little thing creeped up by me. Like through the fence. How big are the rats, bro? That they're setting off. Mate, mo- I've seen them. They're, they're like setting cats. off moving lights, like honestly, as in like motion lights. Yeah, they're like cats, honestly. And it creeped through the fence, and I've absolutely laid an egg. <laughs> and I've jumped. It jumped. It legged it, and I've not seen it since. See, you're sat there with a gun, thinking <laughs> that you're like, yeah, bro, I'm gonna get this rat. And then yeah. the rats just literally sat next to you, like. So, yeah, bro. there's me thinking <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know, like, off, like I can imagine it's like, yeah, Je- Tom and Jerry, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the gun goes up, shoots yourself in the foot. The rat's just <laughs> like, ah, ah, ah. You're screaming, the rat's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at Yeah, I'm sat at a beer and I'm like, do you want one? I'm thinking, what are you doing there? You end yeah. up, you end up with the rat in your lap or the, la- the rat ends up holding you. You're just yeah. in the rat's hands like. Yeah, just like, oh my God, what should we do? And he's like, I don't think we should be doing this. But yeah, mate, honestly, laid an egg. But that was it. Happened. Yeah, I just called it a night. I just called it a night, re- to re- rethink my strategy. I can imagine <laughs> you just drunk, sat there like a hilly billy. Like, yeah. <laughs> rifle but in your hand. Proper redneck, chewing on a bit of wheat as well. It's warm out today. It's going yeah. to warm out tomorrow. It's not the deliverance, that movie, isn't it? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I yeah. can imagine you in your backyard. <laughs> Unlike behind me here, just playing the guitar, just like, ding, 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 ding. And all of a sudden, this rat is like, maybe sat on jump. your guitar. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can imagine, mate. <laughs> the, thought of, the thought going through my head as well, isn't it? Like, how do I, how do I make it sound like... I scared the rat away. And I yeah, just mate, had to come clean. And I've said, like, the rat, I think the rat has definitely got the upper hand psychologically. Right, you've just done it live on a podcast, mate, so everyone knows now. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm on it. <laughs> At the end of the day, like, honestly, this is what, this is what my time off has it's come. You. It's, it's between me and the rats. And so far, the rats are, like, free nil up. <laughs> What's the other stories then? What's the other stories then? Get, share them. There was one, so I tried to bait one hole and they created a new hole. So I baited the two holes, like with traps, and they created like three holes. 
So honestly, they're costing me like an arm and a leg in like traps. So I'm buying traps, one nil rat. I'm thinking, all right, cool. But now I'm like doing my research, isn't it? I'm thinking, what would Attenborough do? Probably wouldn't kill the rat. He'd probably stroke it. But I'm thinking, what would Attenborough do? So I've, pro- I've done it properly. And I've literally had the rat eating out the trap. And the trick is not to set the trap. So you've got to get the rat to trust it. And I'm thinking, cool. Like on the fourth day, it's eating out the trap. I set the trap. It's eating out the trap. And the trap's not gone off. So I'm sat there going, oh, I thought, all right, it's not bad. It's not gone off. And I've done it. I've got visions of it. I've got visions of you like lay with camouflage over you, full camouflage <laughs> on your face, underneath like just just your eyes watching this rat like mouse trap. Is it mouse? Yeah, mouse hunt. <laughs> yeah, movie, but, Lee Evans, yeah, with Lee Evans. And you're just there, and this mouse is just well, the rat's just like standing on the trap like this, it, it's middle it's, finger up. He's <laughs> just make, he's making peanut butter and cheese sandwiches, and he's looking at me going. Mate, you're just feeding me. What? You are absolutely useless at this. Got these blo- got these binoculars, and just the rat just turns while it's eating this PB and J. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, honestly. And you, mate, you laugh about being camouflaged. Literally, my Amazon history is searching up ghillie suits. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, because it's one of them things. I think, right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it properly. I'm going to get a ghillie suit, and you know what? They're surprisingly inexpensive. Oh. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I can imagine you just got, next time I go to your house, you just got a shed built. It's got a little like the bird watching holes. Like this, yeah. is, this is where I go one. And you got a big hole in the ground, like picking up a piece of wood. Get in, get yeah. in, get in. And that's what trap just, door. Just, yeah, just the little eye hole with the thing holding the trap door up, just looking out. Have like. you seen? Have you seen those duck blinds in it where they go up like high in like the yeah. trees? I'm gonna have one of them on top of my garage. Complete disregard for what my neighbours or the council think of this two-storey duck blind, but... Just, the rats are freeing it up, guys. I need this. I, mm. <laughs> I need the height. I've come from the ground. I've come from middle ground. I need to go up. I need to go up. Uh, I need to find the best strategy. Birds catch rats from above. So I'm going to have to... You're going to have to fly in. Go from above. You're going to have to fly <laughs> in like, like a drone. Bring a drone in or... Yeah, flying big have... fake wings. <laughs> I'm gonna have to come like off the top rope in it with a flying elbow, knocking on your door. Your mom's like, uh, "Well, he's in the garden again." Yeah, you might not find him because he's dressed in camo. Could be on the garage. Could be in the ground. Just watch yeah. him get shot. <laughs> and the, you know what the funny thing was, Danielle said to me, "I said, oh, I'm sat outside, dressed in all black, like trying to keep warm in it with this gun. Like my fingers absolutely freezing to this air rifle." And uh, Daniel's texting me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, really clever. Like, I'm sat here, I'm waiting for him, I've got it set, like. And she goes, they can see you, you know. I said, nah, no chance, no way. Turns out it can. They can he's, see you. It's absolutely peeped through the fence, and he's going, you twat. I can absolutely see you sat there. I can't believe that they were stupid enough to set off the motion sensor light. Uh, yeah, do you know they what seem, I mean? They seem pretty clever, but. Maybe it's free one Jack because now I know they can set off motion sensored lights. I can't, I've I can't got believe one. that I can't believe they're that big to set off a bloody motion sensor <laughs> light. Mate. They've got to be cat cats. Do you know how it all started? Is like so. My mum's scared of rats, and uh, I come home. I was out. I think I was out somewhere in it. 
be a, probably trying to catch a rat somewhere else. And um, she goes, Jack, she goes, I've just seen this rat. And she goes, it's massive. And I thought, oh, like, it's just phobia, isn't it? I thought, all right, mum, like, whatever. Like, it's probably like this big, don't care. So I set up mouse traps and I actually caught a mouse, which was a funny thing. I said, yeah, I texted her. I said, yeah, all right, mum, found it. Nothing to worry about anymore. And then like two days later or something, I was up and I was making breakfast and our sink like looks out over the garden in it. There's a window in the kitchen. And all of a sudden I've seen this thing just come across the back of the garden and down under the fence. And it, honestly, it's, I was sat there like this. Like, just a rat like, stood there with a mouse, holding a mouse with its middle finger up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mouse in, in my trap. Just in your and trap. What is old? Like, wait, what's this, mate? Is it... What? What are we gonna do with that? <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, just when the word get go, they're like, "We got the upper hand here. We got the upper hand." Jack ain't got a clue. Yeah, honestly, they're like, guys, this this is gonna be an easy win here. Uh, we've faced worse in our time, mate. You got some big rats there in London. That's they're I, the London I, rats. I had to apologise. Had to apologise to my mum. I said to the rats. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I sorry, d- boys. Please leave me alone. Yeah, I wrote my little note in it, like this big, you know, just like sorry. Just well, stay yeah, out of my garden, mate. The size of these rats they sound like you could put them on a, on a piece of A4 paper. Bloody thing would probably write a reply, dude. You're Honestly, gonna wake. You're gonna wake up in a giant trap, like. I'm gonna start having nightmares, isn't it? You'll end up. They'll be out. They'll move your traps outside the door, or you'll be eating your dinner, and they'll just be baiting it. Yeah. You get to a point, I think, am I the, am I the vermin? Maybe I'm the vermin. We are. But, we are the vermin. What's, maybe, what, I'm in, maybe I'm in their garden. What's that? Well, they're here first. What is that mug? Is that you on a mug? This is a... Uh, oh, the oh it's a very young you. <laughs> yeah. It's a younger, uh, lighter in weight, better is that, bro- is that your brother? It's my, yeah, it's my better looking twin. Why did you, bro? You just look like, is that my brother? I was, oh, oh, I did pick the wrong picture. Oh, I've got a picture of my brother on my mug. I was, this is like, if Jack was like Mark 2, this is what he'd be. Like, this is Mark 1, and they go, yeah, that's not it. And they made Mark 2. It's all right, mate. That's your Tony Stark version. That was, uh, that was at my dad. Funny thing was, it was like, that was at my dad's wedding. And I saw the cameraman in it because, I was like, I see him, and I thought, all right, bring it over the shoulder. The look away. But that was that was that. Oh, take mother's... a picture. Look away. Yeah. <laughs> Act natural. Pa- paparazzi, weren't it? Yeah, that was the. Pa- yeah. I am digging yeah, I think... the short. I am digging the shorter hair though. Mate, it's 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 just a lockdown haircut, isn't it? And yeah, you know, yeah. you get so used to it, you start to think like, I like it. Bro, I, I I was not feeling it, mate. When I cut all my hair off, I'd, yeah, it just weren't me. Yeah, yeah, but you're like Alex done such a good job of your hair. Oh, when, when like, the first lockdown, it, I was like, hang on, like she dyed it, cut it. I don't think you ever need a barber ever again, mate. Yeah, we smashed it during, and then it got long, and then it looked even better when it was growing out. But then I was yeah. like, <sighs> the beard and the the hair just didn't feel like. Well, no, actually, it came down to when I started doing. I did FC. And I did the cyber yeah. series. I was announcing that, and they were like, "So, uh, are you gonna, um, are you gonna, are you gonna shave the beard and the hair off?" 
<laughs> most polite way possible. So just like, uh, yeah. yeah about the um about about that beard yeah uh, and I was like yeah it's gonna go because it was down here like yeah but I, really? I was digging it to start off and I was building camper vans out of cars and stuff and I was like a bit of hilly billy myself but then yeah yeah it, you're about yeah. to move to the highlands like you're like that's this is it mountain man. When I shaved it off, I thought it was funny at the time to look like Conor McGregor, and then about a week later, I'm like, I don't like, I don't. This is not me. This is not me. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. You, a didn't bit like of me. The, you literally didn't like the face you saw in the mirror, did you? Looking back <laughs> at yourself, like, I was like, what, what have I become? Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then it's growing back, and you got the awkward baby hair growing back, and it's just doing what uh-huh. it wants, and you think, now I've got to go back to work. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not just locked in, like oh no. I've I've not I've not had that. I've not had the issue in it. So my hair has been like a mess. But now now barbers are open. I'm like now I've got a number two all over. I can go to the barbers, but what they're going to do? Maybe just a cheeky cut. little side fade. Yeah, then I look like a US Marine, innit? it? Like the buzz cut. Like, well, you're going to have to when you join the Lord. Navy. Why the yeah, Navy? But... Why? What? What's this all about? I can't wait five, ten years' time uh-huh. I can have you on the podcast talking about Navy stories, but why the yeah. Navy? Uh, mate, do you know what? I I don't even know. So I was on furlough and stuff. And then, like, you've got so much free time. Bro, lock so my, much free time. We, we can talk about TikTok, lockdown made me do it, but you can't say lockdown made me go to the Navy. Lock, lockdown made me go into the Navy. Lockdown made me do it. And I was sticking with it. <laughs> I get it. Um, you can't Matt, bail out now, mate. You look like a pussy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean I might go to war? <clears throat> you did, yeah, you just uh, on this... No. <laughs> you, just, you just on this ship and they're like, so why are you here then? Well, yeah, I said I was going to do it during lockdown. And I felt like I couldn't bail out. So, yeah, I'm stuck here now. <laughs> yeah, I told my friends and family, you know, I gave them the big one and I was like, yeah, I'm just going in the Navy, innit? But then I saw the part where you go to war and I thought, no, no, can't do it. Sorry. No, I'm just going to chicken out. Yeah, why the no. Navy? Like, That's, it's, it's, so I say, I was on furlough for like a long time. And you, when you got so much free time, you kind of like, you sit and you think like, cool, like what am I going to do? What am I going to get into? Because <clears throat> I was working with FC and stuff anyway. Um, and then I spoke to Danielle about, about it. And I was literally, because I always looked at becoming a fireman as well. So the job that I saw, and you know, it was literally as easy as, do you see the Navy adverts? <laughs> and it's like, join the Royal Navy. I was like, all right, I'll have a look. I'll see what it's about. You've hooked me. Good advertising. I'll see what it's about. And I started going through and uh, there was a job and it was called an aircraft handler, which is what I'll go to do. And they get basically get the aircraft onto the deck, ready to like take off and stuff. But it's like a dual, a dual like a two-way job where the second job is you're like the Navy fireman. So you like, when I'm not deployed on a boat somewhere, I'll be based at like a Naval air base and you're basically the on-site fireman. And I thought, well, I was like, that's, that's two stones with one bird there really, because I can be a fireman and go and travel the world hopefully. bro in your case that is two uh, one bird with two stones because the birds wouldn't be getting hit by stones they'd be catching the stones yeah <laughs> in your yeah. case like the rats in my back garden they it's it's two two stones with one jack that's what so, it is they throw me so how are you feeling that you can't even catch a rat and you're gonna go and be in the navy <laughs> pretty useless 
be a what was it what you call it a pirate you want to go be a pirate i'll go be a, yeah I was, I was like where can i get as far away from rats as possible and i thought yeah navy middle of the ocean can't Dude, imagine there's any rats there they'll be there you'll be in your bunker in the middle of the yeah. ocean and that rat'll yeah. be at the end of your bed with its finger up. <laughs> I'll get a letter, innit? I'll get a letter and he's like, We know where you are, and it's just him and his mates, like Yeah, you could go as oh, far as you want, mate, but we've got friends in the Navy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got sea rats, innit? <clears throat> oh well, that's no. a bit of a big career change though, right? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, massive, innit? Massive. But like like I say, it's it's motivation. Like I've never so in college I was like, because I used to play football, I was always fit. And then I left and I moved away from fitness for so long, like didn't want anything to do with it. But then it got to a point where I was like, oh, I want to try and get fit. And then with the Navy, it was like this new lease of life. Like I started doing like 5Ks, 10Ks, like proper getting back into it. So it's just still nice, only, it? you're still only young, bro. Like, why not? Eh? You could go in, not enjoy yeah. it, come out and then still carry on a different career. Like That's it. It's, it I feel it's that last kind of life. If I don't do it now, I'll probably... I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Unless I, unless I'm like 30 and I think, do you know what? Give it a go. Like had one too many nights out and I think I can do it. I'll go do it. And then just sign up overnight. That sounds exactly how you did it, mate. <laughs> Literally, you're like um bloody um Captain America just sees it. <laughs> yeah. He's a poster of a big Jack Navy dude. Like, I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Just had a few pints and I've walked past in it. It's like joined the Royal Navy and I'm like, you've just, you've just watched uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. You've seen Captain Jack Sparrow. You're like, I'm on this. See yeah. the poster. I could do that. Yeah, I do really well. Captain Jack Crow, different Cap- bird, same stupidity. I think. <laughs> I don't think he could catch rats either. So. No, I think he could. Nah, nah, I definitely think not. He's, he, he's evaded. He's yeah. evaded. Um, I can't. I'm gonna throw myself under the bus now because I can't even think of any baddies in the Pirates of the Caribbean. But he's evaded a lot of par- a lot of baddies. Davy Jones. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think he evaded them, but I think he just kind of sent someone else to do it. <laughs> Maybe that's Maybe what you're doing wrong. Do. Maybe you need to call <laughs> the rat catchers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe you need to call it, the people who know what they're else. doing. Yeah. yeah. Call the people that know what they're doing. Someone who speaks rat. So talking of rats and uh, vermin, what's your take on uh, this Super League? <laughs> nah, they're not that clever. They're not that clever, mate. <laughs> they're obviously not that clever. Well, clearly not. What about the rats, the vermin of the owners of the big six in mate, in the he's... in the UK jumping on it straight away, like the fat Just, cats it... for the money. It's not what everyone said, isn't it? It's, it's, it's been said so many times, but it's just true. It's just greed. It's just pure money, pure greed. And it's just like, how can we make the most money and try and make it look like we're doing it for the fans? Yeah. Like, it's, really, what are you going to do? It was just you know never I mean? going to work. Like, I wait. You wait for that one Man United v Real Madrid once every four years or... That Leicester City playing, did they beat Leon or they knocked someone out of the Europa yeah. League? Like you wait for that. I can imagine Real Madrid playing Man United every other week. Oh. <laughs> it would get boring. Mate, that was like, do you know it was like the El Clasico and that? And you think, oh like, I watch the El Clasico. And you think, right, 
it got to a point, even when they were play, playing each other like four times a year, because they kept facing each other in like the semis. You go, all right, like El Clasico times four ain't ain't yeah. exciting. Yeah, it's boring. You know I mean? So imagine that as for a whole season. Yeah, but it like I... takes it away as well. Do you know what I mean? Like when you think like big six, and this is the bit that always makes me laugh. If you go, I think I said it to my brother, and I was like, really, Man City are consistently like Champions League. Do you know what I mean? For the past like, five, ten, well, maybe ten, like five to eight years. And you think, what about Leicester? Like West Ham this season. Can you imagine all them fans that are like buzzing? Even if even if you get Dynamo Zagreb away, you go, that's midweek football, boys. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah. midweek football. And, and it's, that's, it's, that's the thing. It's that away, excitement. It? It's like the FA Cup. I love the FA Cup. I remember, I still talk about it now. Whenever someone mentions the FA Cup, when Man United came to Tamworth, yeah. And they played at the Tamworth Stadium. Sky Sports had to put near enough a new stadium up just to put their TV cameras on. Yeah. Just to get the right shots. And there's people stood in their back gardens watching the football. And like Fergie is in Tamworth and the like the yeah. United bus rocking up. That excitement that would just have gone. Just what was the gone. one this this season? And it was Tottenham played someone, didn't they? Lower league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they yeah. had their back gardens were numbered up. Yeah. Just in case they were so like, they could the get the ball over. back. So they can get the ball back, yeah. Yeah, and they got there was like a big there was a I think they I know it was Tottenham, but they had a clop. There was a giant clop up in the background. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's that excitement. And then like even it must be for the Tottenham players, you do get some of the brats, like the 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 high level players that are probably like, Oh, I don't want to play there because it's it's cold, it's windy, the pitch ain't right or whatever. But then some of them I remember that same Tottenham game that uh who was it fell over? Was it was I think it might have been Kane. Kane fell over or something, and then all the all the Tottenham players on the on the side were like, yeah. they jumped up clapping him like a little. The players from the other side were like laughing as well, and it, it's that yeah. excitement of I could I couldn't imagine like I say I I weren't yeah. even just old enough to remember United coming to Tamworth, but I can't imagine what it's like for the players like I'm not oh, like Rooney mate. or whatever like <laughs> yeah well mate it's, do you know what it always is isn't it it's when they like you get this non-league like mentality. And you get the non-league, when you get the non-league ref with it, and he snaps someone in half, and all the Prem players are like, oh my God, and this guy's like, I, I might have got the ball there, and the ref's like, I think you might have. Play on. And everyone, like, proper, like, I've just, I'll tell you what, boys, like, he's down the pub after, like, I've absolutely lined Kane up there, and I've had, I've had his absolute pants down. Mate, it'd be like, like me when I was at school, yeah. I was never good at football. But whenever we played in PE, I would always attempt to nutmeg one of the school players. Yeah. I was never good at football. Maybe when I was in goal, like primary school. But high school never was the right level. I was a cross-country yeah. slash rugby player. So when we were in PE or whatever, I would nutmeg them, but then not chase the ball. I'd just go for the nutmeg. And be like, nutmeg you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Sam, you ain't got the ball. Yeah, but I nutmeg you. I was quicker than you. I thought about the yeah. nutmeg, got the nutmeg. Yeah, but Sam, you didn't get the ball. I did after. I don't care. And that's what it's like. That, like you say, down yeah. the pub, just I nutmeg Rooney. Yeah, but you didn't get the ball. But I nutmeg Rooney or I nutmeg yeah. Kane, like you say. Yeah, I, I absolutely lined him up. But didn't he score four goals? Like, yeah, but that's not the point, is it? Yeah. That is not the point. I've absolutely lined him up. Those four you- goals. Yeah, great. But he'll get up tomorrow, and the first thing you'll think of, God, my leg hurts, and I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. That was me, yeah. and now I'm back to being an electrician today. Yeah. Just yeah. a hangover. Electrician yeah. with a hangover. Yeah. Best day's work he's ever done, isn't it? He's like, I've fitted 50 sockets today. 
and I've absolutely lined Harry Kane up last night. But, <laughs> but that's, we that's, go again. That's what they were going to lose. They were going to lose that. Yeah. Now, I think the problem for me was is what's happened is there's been no fans for a year yet and they've probably made, the clubs have not made this. Well, they probably have made the same revenue through BT Sport, through Sky Sport, through Amazon. And yeah. this probably this big league, yeah, was probably never ever going to be for fans, as in stadium fans. It was going to be a massive league that sold a lot of TV rights, so you could sit in your home and watch Man United yeah. versus by by Munich or whatever. And they were going to make all their money out of TV rights because the likes of like Amazon, who were probably going to have the Premier League in the next two or two or three years, yeah. they're going to outdo Sky. They're going to outdo because they because Jeff Bezos can. Yeah. Um, and this Super League would have been just like, a, you know what, forget the stadiums. It's all about TV and about broadcasting because that's the way the yeah. world's going to go. Um, and that's why I'm excited that team, apart from other conspiracies that we're going to talk about in a minute, um, no. I'm definitely going to I'm definitely going to bring into it. Uh, aliens. I think that, aliens. aliens. Yeah, because they, they can watch it. They can watch it. They're trying um, to make it galactic. <laughs> You stop me, you me, mate. I'm speechless. Um, that's like a proper Joe Rogan podcast. That is bringing aliens into it. Yeah. But um, like that's the way you've got to see that, especially this last year, that it's people with a lot of money are going to try and force things online and on TV where we can just sit at home and do it. Look at, look at Disney. Yeah. How many movies they've made over the last year. And I bet yeah. they've spent... 50% of the budget because they haven't got to put it in cinemas. Oh, they 100%. just bang it on Disney, they bang it on Netflix, they put it onto Amazon Prime and that's just easier. Than well, how to quick did they, it. like, they brought out a streaming service and then literally, like you're saying it, all of a sudden, they've not just got Disney on there, they've got like stars, they've got these other people that are like, well, let us be part of your streaming service. And they're clearly making the money because they're paying, Netflix are paying stars like The Rock. Yeah. Playing, like, do you know what I mean? They're paying big stars to be on their streaming services. And that's where yeah. I think this league was trying to take football. I think more than anything, like you're saying, like timing wise, when you think what, great. like, what everyone, like, what everyone's been through in it, like, everyone's got a story that COVID has affected them in some way. Do you know what I mean? And like, some, it's just like life changing. Literally life Just, just look at it though. Like we say, we were fans. Yeah, say we managed to, we managed to just get a bloody season ticket to go to one of our stadiums. Yeah, yeah, which takes years to get and hundreds of pounds. I can't afford to go Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, PSG all in one season. Let alone in the yeah. in, the, in four weeks. <coughs> Yeah. So the, how how else am I going to watch them games? Oh, through a streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. Like midweek, you can't expect me to travel to Germany midweek to go and see Bayern Munich. <laughs> yeah. And, and come, then, come back for Thursday and walk it, rock up to work and go, yeah. I'll and then next what. Wednesday, then next Wednesday, you go in Real Madrid. Italy, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. By the time jet lag's caught up, I'm away again. I think it's, so it's how else, how else are you going to do that with a £20 a month subscription service? Well, that's it. But Amazon come out, didn't they, and said that like literally we heard what the fans said and like we ain't gonna touch it so you think well that's good because a big thing like one thing the fans kicking off in it but it's another thing when the higher power other higher powers of be like amazon and that agree and go well we ain't gonna touch it you go okay 
there's more of that sense. There's also that sense of community, like, good. Well, like, like I say, I, I think Amazon Amazon will have it. BT Sport, and that's why I think <laughs> BT Sport are pushing fighting so much. Yeah. Because they're going to lose the football in the next five years, and so <laughs> Sky Sports, and they're going to have to force for the F1 and stuff, because Amazon are going to take... Look, look how many games Amazon played during lockdown. Well, they had all New Year's and that, didn't they? they yeah. had over, and you think they had, a, they had a big games. Yeah. And they've gone, here's a bit of money. We'll yeah. take those. And Sky and BT it. have gone, uh, we can't help, we can't fight, we can't, yeah. we can't defend that. All right, we'll show you the National League. <laughs> like, Kings Lynn versus Barrow. You go, all right, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll so, watch it. So unless there wasn't a plan, like you say, I'm glad that people like Amazon have stepped up. Even if they've got a back plan of taking over the Premier League and getting it that way, I'm glad because it, all, all it took for Amazon to do is say, well, we'll out you out. They put... 300 billion more into this 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 american dude that was putting 300 billion by himself into this Mate, league you need amazon just to go well i'll put 300 billion in so you got 600 billion the the teams are never they're gonna not give a toss about the fans because the amount of money they're getting they're not gonna Mate. care about their stadium they could shut their stadium down <laughs> yeah turn it into flats they literally would just need, they'd need a pitch they need a pitch with cameras that's all they would yeah. need and now they've got crowd noises down to a T, by the way. Yeah. Couple like, of seconds even, out. Hey, it wasn't a goal. Oh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> even the, the fact they've got the oohs and the ahs, you go, that sound guy, that's the guy that needs a pay rise. That and how, sound what guy. Do you mean? How scary is that? Though? We've done a whole season, yeah? And I know this season hasn't been exciting, and I think that's why the football is pretty shocking at the moment. I yeah. can't tell you a game where I've gone, that was a game. Yeah, I can't tell you where yeah. Man United have been three 0 down and they've come back and won four three. Like, oh or, mate, or like your Liverpool have gone in and and, and it's been like a 50-50 four four draw. Like, I can't I can't remember a game the last year where it's been like we lost, but damn, that was exciting. Yeah, like all guns blazing. <laughs> and I think, like I think you you miss that because of the fans. Um, oh, but how scary is it that we've done a season and you don't need? the stadiums full of fans yeah, yeah it's very well. scary yeah like to a to an extent you probably could see them like business wise like everyone like even the small businesses have had to go like how can we adapt so even like at points the big businesses are going to go how can we adapt and they've gone like you say they go well do we need a stadium and they're like one of the best things i heard was like premier league creating revenue all they've got to do is start a streaming service Imagine one streaming service that showed Premier League football and that's the only subscription you needed. They'd make it an absolute killing. Well, just think Every how much month. they pay. Just think how much they get off each streaming service. So Sky pay Premier League money. Yeah. BT pay them money. Amazon pay them money. Like they're yeah. getting a lot as it is, which is obviously they were a bit scared about their revenue too. And the yeah. Europa League and Champions League, they were like, well, it's going to go. So uh, what, what do we do yeah. here? So, well, I, bought, I bought BT just so I could watch the Champions League. That's it. I don't watch BT. Like you say, that's what's scary. Like They've probably looked at it and gone, well, how many fans in the UK watch the Champions League and don't ever go to a match because they yeah. can't afford to travel? Oh, let's make a Super League with all the countries in, well, the main countries for, fo for football, soccer, in, yeah. and... And it'll become a streaming service. Hundred percent. That would have that would have been a streaming service because uh, yeah. the hardcore fans after a season would have gone. I can't afford this. 
United fans or you Tottenham, Chelsea, Man City fans been like, I've just spent about ten grand on travelling the world <laughs> the last season. I can't do yeah. this. Yeah, it's you're you're uh, they're relying on people's absolute love. Do you know what I mean? They're relying on the love of the sport for someone to go. Well, yeah, I've spent this much. You because you will still get those group of hardcore fans that can one can afford to go, but two just will break their backs to go. But yeah, more often than not, you're just going to get someone like me. I'd do it. I'd go. I'm not. I like United. I'm not going to go and watch them though. I might watch them one day, but I'll just sign up for a streaming set like BT, and that's it. You think he's busy? It just scares me that it was a trial. Yeah. This was a little dip your toes in the water, see what happens, and then maybe the Champions League end up doing that or someone that we trust because we trust them. We don't trust this Super League. And it's a toes yeah, in the water. How did they feel? How's it going to go? Maybe for a few years' time. You still think like UEFA and FIFA are a lesser of two evils at the moment. Do you know what I mean? You've got all these owners that are going, we're going to make a Super League. And everyone's gone, hang on, no, you ain't. And UEFA are going, well, now we're for the people. Like, happy days. Look at us. We'll do what you want. And you go, okay. But what about the corruption that's gone on in UEFA and FIFA? For, like, the, the World Cup in Qatar. And all of a sudden, Qatar's like, I'll tell you what, we're getting away with it here. Because the Super, <laughs> League's, cro- the Super League's cropped up and gone, I'll tell you what will be the out that you need. Like, everyone look over here while look what we're doing over here. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. It all just stems from money, doesn't it? And that leads me on to a perfect, um, probably a very touchy subject I want to bring up, that this last weekend was anti-racism weekend. And yeah. if I've gone in, look, my, even my hands come out, like, I've gone like, oh, yeah. about to drop the that. mic here. Um, and mess. also, it was George Floyd's, murderers trial yesterday mm-hmm. and yep. that makes me think especially from i don't know if you watched the podcast i had a very strong conspiracy theorist on the podcast and he said something to me you'll always notice when something big in the world's going on something else will crop up and he was saying about when um it was hillary clinton's trial for what she'd been up to and it yeah. was that blackout day <clears throat> when we blacked out instagram Oh, yeah. Um, and they found something that people would be passionate about. We blacked out Instagram. No one was posting anything about Hillary Clinton's trial. Yeah. Now, look at yesterday. How many people didn't post about George Floyd's uh, murder? I'm going I'm to say murderer's trial. Yeah, because, convicted, because the world was going, well, not the world, but most of the world was going crazy <laughs> about this Super League. Yeah, when you flood it, yeah, you flood it with something else, isn't it? It's not, you've got to be everyone talking about it. So, and this happened on Sunday. In. Sunday they released it, anti-racism <laughs> weekend. And it also then adds up, there was a footballer that came out and said, um, why is it that when we're now talking about someone's pockets being being threatened, that we all go yeah. mad, but when the anti-racism came up, it, it we don't go as mad and we don't come as united. And it just oh, made yeah. me think even more, like, was this some sort of publicity stunt by someone somewhere because oh it was an american banker that has made this thingy oh and it's the americans that are having this trial for george floyd yeah it's just all a bit and alex hates it that i get so there's always another side to a story somewhere but it just especially what he said to me that 
these things happen. I notice it now. I'm like, actually, something big's going on in the world, and doink, this super yeah. leaks just come up from nowhere. Oh, yeah, it is. It's the powers that be, isn't it? Like, something never looks as bad when it's compared to something else. Do you know what I mean? Like, so like I say, like, UEFA's full of corruption. But at the moment, the president looks like he's doing it for the people because these guys have come out compared to these guys. He's gone, yeah, I'll be your hero. Yeah, but yeah. it is comparison, isn't it? But like you say, isn't it? Something like it was Bamford, in it, that come out and said, imagine if we tackled racism. Imagine, look what's happened in two days, like with a football community. And I think, though, the problem is with, with racism is, choose my words carefully here, because of that problem that I'm about to talk about, I'll choose my words, because it's so scary to talk out on. Yeah. So you always, you're scared of even if you're in the right side or you have an opinion about the right things, it can be seen as by someone else as a bad opinion. Whereas you go, I hate the Super League. I like the Super League. It's yeah. fine. You have an opinion on something like racism <coughs> and someone takes your opinion as wrong. That could damage you. It could damage who you are. So I think it's very scary, especially for people in the limelight, celebrities, footballers, to come out and talk about it sometimes. Because you can yeah. say the right thing and, and it could still be damning for you. Um, yeah. Whereas like the Super League, you come out and say, I fucking hate it. Sound. Or I like it. Or he said he liked it and they forget about it. Yeah. Um, so it I think is. That, that's why it's so easy to come out and talk about stuff like that. And I think the reaction we had to racism was good. And that they're still sticking by it. Like, they're still on every football. It's always still anti-racism. They still take a knee. And I, I'm glad yeah. that it's not just suddenly disappeared. Um, yeah. Which is what you normally see when something happens like that. It just disappears. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that they are keeping it up. But it is scary how easy it is to fight one side of one thing and not the other when something's so big. Um, yeah, that's it. But I think but, now, imagine you like you say, like imagine the the force the people can have. It can be like you can. Well, I say that you can't always eradicate all the bad because there'll still be like one person who's going to make that comment, and it's going to start offending people, whether that's race or discrimination or something. But what we can do is make sure that the one that one person that's done it does get, whether it be conviction or he can get disciplined in a way that makes him not want to do it again. And he did. He got a, he got found guilty on all three. Um, yeah. So big shout out to the fucking judges and the jury and whatever in America for shutting that motherfucker down and hopefully he gets That's his it. justice in prison. I hope they get hold of him and I hope they don't kill him. I hope they just make him suffer for as long as he is in there. Give him a few bars of soap, a couple yep. of shower treatments. <laughs> a couple for the rest of his life. Up a a couple of days. Of his life. <laughs> People say like you should give a life for a life, but I think you should just make him suffer. Not take yeah. his life, just make him suffer. Um, but yeah. we should be protected by people of the law, man. We should feel safe. And even even me as someone who say we're privileged, we, we're white, we're male, they say we've yeah. got the ultimate privileges, I still for sometimes don't feel safe with the police because whatever they say goes. I've been, yeah. I've been, I've been detained and I've been held and I've been questioned by police and you feel like you're definitely not listening to me here, but whatever I say is not going to care because you're the police and I'm not. 
yeah <laughs> you were saying yeah. this is you were saying this is what i meant or this is what i was doing and i'm saying well that's not what i was doing but you're the police so it's never gonna yeah. go my way so i, I think can't you imagine do. what it's like to feel like someone who doesn't feel privilege yeah you do i think you you get these authoritative figures do you know what i mean it's the majority of the police force i think you like you think a bang on like they're good guys they do their job they want to do it to the best of their ability but you get these authoritative figures and you get them in all walks of life but like i've come across some in like coaching roles playing football like just want that to be the guy in charge yeah abuse but their powers. yeah but unfortunately uh some authoritative positions have more power than others and like I say if, if a police officer does abuse it it's going to affect someone a lot more. Like you say, you, you if you're in a position and you can't, you disagree with him, you're just going to have to choke it down and say, all right, sorry, sir. Yeah. But you walk you walk away and you go, that worked, something about that worked right. That's what something I mean. Like, right. Even I, someone who they say a privileged white male, have, doesn't feel great when I get pulled over or because it don't matter if you weren't speeding, as long as if they can prove something or say something, you're you're stuffed. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't got a chance in hell, and like you say, there's there are ninety five percent of the police force, the military, the the um the security services, coaches, people like that that yeah. are good and don't abuse their powers. But there are some people who get very power hungry, and that's what's happened in the football, right? Yeah, we're just that, talking about they've got power it, hungry, money, power. money hungry. Um, one positive that's come out of it because this podcast all about positive is if there are football fans on here, Ed Woodward is stepping down oh. from Man United. That virus, right. that fungus, that dude who can't make a bloody deal, who can't buy a player yeah. to save his fucking life is finally <laughs> disappearing. And I hope they put Peter Schmeichel there. Peter <laughs> Schmeichel. <laughs> yeah, do it. Or Skittle. Gary Neville. Gary, I think Gary Neville deserves it. Bro, him... Between him and Carragher, I'd give them, you know, if I had the decision, I'd give Neville United, I'd give Liverpool, Car- like Carragher to Liverpool. Here you go, here you go, boys. Run it. Dude, Have I fun. was listening to the United game when they announced it. And the, I don't know if you were watching or listening to the United game the weekend when they announced this new Super League plan. And yeah. um, Gary Neville had obviously just been given it. Oh, whilst he was it. commentating and he, he he went off but then watching the game again then he was silent and he said I can't concentrate on the game he was like yeah. I'm fuming I'm seething and he was not even commentating on the game at hand because he was so angry about these plans he I was saw. About. and then I the, saw his interview like, after me I was like let's yeah. go he was that was like, it it's wrong isn't it because I was like you start to look because I feel I was doing it I think it was Sunday innit, when I was drunk and uh, like you wake up and then you start to hear stuff about it and that, and then it comes and you go, like, I've got a group chat with the boys I play football with and that started going off. So my mate asked me about it. And I was like, I don't know, mate, I'll be honest. Like, I've not really been attached. Like, then I see that Neville's gone on a, like, he's gone off for the fans and then Carragher's gone off and all these people are off it, all right. And then you start going down the old rabbit hole and... And you go, bloody hell. And I listened to Gary Neville. It was like nine minutes. Bro, I was like, Gary like Neville for president, uh, for prime yeah. minister. For I was prime, like, Gary Neville, Gary Neville for prime minister. Like, get Buzzer mate. out, Gary Neville in there. The way he was talking, mate, with no script, was just like 
it, it was incredible. I was he just, was seething. I was in awe. I literally got back for the last 10 minutes of the game when United pulled it back. Um, yeah. And it was the best part of the game. But then just sat there watching him. It was like I was watching Barza's speech when he first locked us down. Yeah. Like, I was just sat there watching and I was in awe of this man talking. I've never been in awe of someone, a football player, talking about something so, probably you could call it political. I was, yeah. I was in awe. Like, it was just his passion. I think the last speech, I think, was that good, was when uh, when they landed on the moon. And Jerry said, like, one small step, Neil Armstrong, make sure I get the right Armstrong in it, not the yeah. cyclist. Yeah. Neil. I think it's up there. It's got to be up there with one of those speeches. It was, yeah. He's like, they're bottle merchants. <laughs> yeah, mate. Honestly. But you think, like, I was having a discussion like, on my mate and that, and I said, someone, like, and that brings me back to your point about, did they do it just to dip their toe in? Do you think someone, there's a lot of fans that work for the clubs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't just go, oh, I'll get a job at Man United. That's a big company. You go, love Man United. I'm going to get a job. At Man United with my, my childhood club. Someone down the line must have like nudged one of the owners and gone, This this ain't a good idea, mate. And he like surely someone's got to tell it. If not, who who knew about is, it? Who yeah. Who knew well, about it? You don't know who knew about it. Well, a lot of you like they were saying because Ali had his interview after and he was all that. Can't tell anything about it. Yeah. He but then know. is that is that like a political I'll just shoo it off. I ain't getting involved. Yeah, this ain't this ain't me. This ain't my this ain't my fight yet. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, but it's just it's, it's just daft, isn't it? It's just greed and money. I, yeah, I think no. I think there was a bigger picture. Same as we haven't even, we haven't even talked about it. The Champions League changing their platform and how they're working. Yeah, and well, no they're... one's even spoke about it. So was it even a plan just to shy away from that so the Champions League could easily change what they're doing? They're getting yeah. rid of the group well, stages and having like a mini, mini tournament before it type thing. Yeah, so what is it like? It's, it was uh, it's thirty six teams. Yeah, so there's teams that no don't, knockout. Yeah, there's teams eight. teams that don't qualify get a chance to qualify, like higher level teams. Get so a surely to that still qualify. Yeah, but that's tough. It is, like, and then now they're getting yeah no group stages. It's like a mini tournament. You play ten times. Something. Yeah, you have minimum of ten games. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. think you great for a small club? A, uh, I say a small club. You're in the Champions League, you're a small club, a smaller club. That's great. You know, That's West Ham might West Ham might be there. They're pretty small. Yeah, they got a big <laughs> stadium though. They have. They have. They, <laughs> but you think like someone like that, like that's ten games in Europe, and you go, that's pretty good. Like financially for a small club, that is pretty good. Yes, that's what I mean. So, is this Super League thing was it literally just a ploy? Because if the Champions League had just gone, here's our plans, would they have? Would everyone have the same reaction? Yeah, but that's when you that's when you got to like ask yourself, isn't it? You go, the UEFA president come out and he's like, well, owner of Juve, Juventus, has said that he agrees with it, and then two days later he's going in the Super League. And this owner and this owner has said that they'll do it and then they've got in the Super League. And you go, well, you're a corrupt, you're a corrupt organisation. What do you expect? Like, do you know what I mean? There's no, like, it's that honour amongst thieves, isn't it? And that's all they are. They're just really good thieves. What did you say? You sent my message yesterday, shoot them all. Yeah, (laughs) shoot shoot them all. all. Shoot them all. 
<laughs> yeah, old <laughs> Infantino, the old FIFA, the head of FIFA, he's going, oh, like this is really, this is really bad. And you go, yeah, but you're not also bad. You putting the World Cup in Qatar with the amount of debts, the amount of it's basically slavery that's going on over there to build stadiums. You have to build stadiums. Oh, I said to my brother the other day, I said, why don't they just do it? Whoever wins the tournament hosts the tournament. You think that's like yeah, it'll be yeah, yeah. and you like so France won, you host it in France, and France is going, wing, no one, no one's gonna die here. Like <laughs> We've got everything. We've got the infrastructure to do it. Like you say, though, it's it's what what's corrupts happened to make Qatar get it? Because we were London were going for it, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When uh, when Russia got it. So, like, what are those other countries doing politically down the line to get it? Yeah. Like when South Africa got the World Cup and they weren't really ready for it. Yeah. Because, and it's like, well, what are they doing to get that? Like, they're not pleading like, oh, we're we're poor, we need the money. What are they doing to beat big cities like London to it? Like, yeah, well, well Russia in it. It was like the twenty-five people that vote who gets the World Cup. Twenty-four voted Russia, and everyone went, "Hang on, that's not like that. How's that work?" Like, and everyone, everyone at the time went, "Well, that's corruption." And they go, yeah, it is, but, you know, and then the World Cup comes and you feel like England do great and we absolutely forget about it because we tell everyone it's coming home and it never really is coming home. Oh, don't it, be it, talking it, about it. Is, it is this year, Rose. I'm going to open a window. Absolutely sweating it. All this football is absolutely working me up. <laughs> the thought of running around. Well, running around, of course. Absolutely sweat on. And it's, I'll say we could we could sit here for hours about corruption and rabbit holes and the government yeah. and what's gone on the last year and a half being fake or not being fake or who's capitalised on Corona who haven't capitalised on Corona. But the problem is you have to just sit back and let it happen. Yeah, like like even if this Super League, we've argued it. Yeah, we've won. We've we've beat these big fat cats in America to the Super League. It's now not a thing. But then, like you say, the Champions League is still winning. UEFA yeah. still winning. Who are now. They're corrupt too. And it's and like, got, well, e- everyone wins. You've got to think as well. These uh, these clubs, these 12 founding clubs have, have got contracts. So the next interesting thing is, well, what does their contract say? And you go, all right, well, this, because old Perez has come out and said that he goes, well, you sign contracts. So whether you don't want to or not, you might have to because it's legally binding. And then you go, oh, okay. So, yeah, like we've won this this battle, but have you really won the war? Who knows? We don't know and yet. Like, and like you said, though, who? No, no one's lost out really, because yeah. there's corrupt other corrupt people that are winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's coming back to UEFA, and all of a sudden, all these streaming services and that that we speak of are like, oh, actually, no, we'll, we will go back to UEFA, and we will we'll show the European games. Because Amazon, I didn't know this, but Amazon Prime in Germany and Italy already they host the Champions League, so they already show the Italian and uh, German Champions League matches. I didn't know that. The problem is the world is never not going to be corrupt. I think the only thing that, no, yeah, do you know what I mean? That's why. That's why I'm going into the Navy unit see if I can change corruption. One man who can't defeat the rats is going to go and try and change the world <laughs> corruption. Rats, 
Rats aren't corrupt. They're clever. And that I'm sticking by it. Oh, I thought you were going to finish that then to have like an amazing <laughs> quote like, rats aren't corrupt, they're clever. Something, something about the government. <laughs> That's be, well, I say be more like rats, but I think they are like rats, just lacking clever. Just bit, not London really. rats. Not London rats. Just not Can't, London rats. Can you imagine if I tried hunting rats in London? There'd be so many. I still wouldn't get one. I bet they're bit even bigger towards the city as well. Yeah, I just yeah, they're, it, they're called they're it, called they're called Boris Johnson. Yeah, if they if they rocked up at me, I think I'd just throw my wallet at it and hope that it just left me alone. Just just take my money, take it. There was a comedian does a sketch on that, isn't that? And I Is think it? it might be London Rats as well. It might be Mickey Flanagan. Mate, they're massive. How big the rats are in London, like and they don't care rats. as well. Super rats. So you're like, getting like you're getting like the offspring of the soup offspring, yeah, of the super yeah. rats. You're outside of London, aren't you? Yeah, Milton Keynes. Yeah, Milton Keynes. The travel. I thought, I, thought you were, what, I thought you were Croydon. Why did I think you were Croydon? Nah, because I used to work up there. That's why. Oh, it's where the family's from. You, they're Ripping. Croydon. Ripping ends. Ripping ends. Kind of. <laughs> nah, well, that's been a very broad. An exciting coffee with Sam Jack. That's been insane. And I've thanks run out for, of coffee ages thanks, ago. Thanks for joining me, brother. I finally oh, got mate. you on here. Um, yeah, we'll have to do it again in person so I can come and see your studio. Oh, dude, When as soon as you can travel outside of London. Because I can't afford to pay you. I can't afford to pay you, so it's not work. Um, what do you mean? You'll get, honestly, I'm, you'll get an invoice as soon as I sign off. I can't, affo- I can't afford your rates, mate. All right, what? Three pints? That it? Oh, sound. Let's do it then. If, that, if that's what it says on the invoice, we'll sort the invoice out and I'll get you down for work. Three points. By the time I finish the three pints as well, I'd have probably just paid it back in another three pints because I think rather roll it. <laughs> and if I get to six, I'll, just, I'll probably just keep going. Sound. Put it. Get it on the contract. We'll get that's it drawn it. up and we'll sort it that's out. It. And if the police stop you... You've got a contract drawn up and you're being paid in some sort yeah, of... Yeah, sorry, this is legal. This is legal work that I'm doing. I'm fulfilling a, a binding contract. No corruption here. Just two guys working. Two guys, six beers. <laughs> two guys, six beers. That, that doesn't sound right. That sounds like a rabbit hole all in itself. That's, that's another branch <laughs> off of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Two guys, six beers. That's the new XX rated podcast. There's no, there's no cups involved. There's no jar involved. It's just six beers, <laughs> no. right? No nudity. Saying it now. No nudity. Well, six beers. Who knows? Maybe. Oh dear. Well, thanks for joining me, bro. Like that was. No, we had we had one me. topic, and we had we went into about ten topics, and we're probably upset. Broad range of people. Um, yeah. But kept a lot of people and happy. Lovers. Yeah. Kept, I hope kept, so. A lot of people happy. Yeah, you will. You watch. I'll get. I'll get animal lovers on here saying pet, stop killing the rats. The RS, RSPCA. But they can't even say stop killing the rats because I haven't even got to it. I'm not even kind of get close to them. Well, yeah, they can't kick off because you've actually helped the rats. You're feeding yeah. them PB and J, and you're keeping them fit yeah. by chasing them. They've had good cheese, good peanut butter, <laughs> and a bit of entertainment probably. 
yeah, checking you, watching you sneak around the garden, thinking, "What is this douche yeah. do? What is he even doing, doing today?" Doing military roles around they're the like, garden. Like, Dave, Dave, I've heard he's going. I don't know why I always go to Dave, but like, Dave, Dave, I've heard he's going to the navy and the John's. Yeah. Like, <laughs> John's he's like, probably, like, he's like, he's the he's the problem. He's the problem. He's like one. guys like that get into the navy. What? <laughs> What kind of what kind of people they employing? <laughs> and on that missile, on that bomb shell, <laughs> hey. on that missile, um, on that sunken ship. Grab yourself a little coffee and a podcast. Mm-hmm.